Ah, yes. You know that sound, and you know what time it is. Welcome to the Zach Dressler Show. I am Zach Dressler. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, new subscribers. I don't know if I have any new subscribers. <laughs> I think I have one or two. One but or two. welcome. Welcome. But welcome. We People love you. that welcome. have, uh, yeah, we love you. Thank you for, for staying on. People that are just tuning in for the first time, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the channel. Um, if you like what you see, there's going to be all sorts of content on here. Please like and subscribe. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming on. Also, if you want to just check out the audio version of this beautiful show, you can check it on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher. We're on all of them. If you, if you want a quick link, linktree slash TZDS. Quick link. Link I didn't even know. I didn't even TZDS. know we had a link tree. Oh, it's it's. I need. Every I need link to, to every single thing you want. I need. To, I need show. to. I need to do that for my my Instagram bio, so this way I can do that with all my interviews and. Yeah. Sh- I'm so link tree it. I'm so bad with that. I'm in social media. I'm so bad with like <laughs> the extra shit that we got to do. Like the basics, I'm good with, but the extra stuff, I'm not. Uh, We're all learning. We're all learning. What's up? <laughs> So, uh, I'm just getting a funny text from Swasty. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, real quick, uh, the guest today, uh, the lovely Swasti Shulka is on. Uh, Shukla is on. Um, she's a creator, a producer. She's a great friend of mine, a uh, TikTok star. Okay. Uh, she is a Halloween queen. And by that, I mean she just <laughs> she loves Halloween. Love it. But she, you know, she dresses up. She goes the full 10 yards. When it's Halloween and mm. and cosplay in general, she really knows how to to do it is up. Is that a saying? Cosplay go, go the full ten yards. Well, you go the full nine, but go I'm going I'm going, going the full ten, 10 and giving her the first down. Well. <laughs> That's the the reference. So like in in oh, fuck yeah. it, I'm not giving football references. <laughs> the full nine yards with an Didn't extra mean to derail one. You. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But she's joining the show. We're gonna have a great conversation. Uh, one of my faves. Um, she works at BuzzFeed, but you know, she's got her own YouTube channel coming out. Go check it out. Swasti Shukla. Right here. Right here. Right here. Uh, we'll be having her in a couple minutes here, but, um, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's, uh, it's another day. Uh, another mass shooting. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. You know, last week between records, uh, there was a terrible mass shooting in Atlanta. Uh, the death of eight people, six uh, Asian women. Yep. Um, by another fucking racist, uh, just evil hooligan, person. evil motherfucker. Uh, I don't even know his name. I don't want to know his name. I saw his picture, and it, it pictures worth a thousand words. I only had one word for him: pathetic fucker. That's two. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fire him off. Fire him off. <laughs> and uh, yesterday. Boulder. Boulder. And uh, that's the seventh shooting, seventh mass shooting in seven days. And I want to make a joke and say, hey, we know America's back open. The pandemic's over. (sighs) L.A. traffic is back. Mass shootings are happening on a daily basis. But fuck that. That's terrible. And it is terrible. And the, the, the shootings themselves are horrible. The racist hate is deplorable. Yeah. Like... The hate that Asian people are receiving in the U.S. worldwide is despicable. Have some fucking intelligence. Have some manners. I, I don't get it. Yeah. If you want to be a racist asshole, fine. 
Shut the fuck up and keep it to yourself. These people, these people, Jesus, people, <laughs> these people, people have done nothing to you, whether they're black, brown, Asian, Jewish. It's perceived hate. It's it's. It, 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 and we it's know what it's brewing. from. It's from this 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 past uh, administration, the president, the past president Trump. It is calling it the China virus, the Kung flu. You know. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that was keeping mass shootings again from happening was the pandemic, or maybe there wasn't. We just didn't know it because so many people were dying from incompetency of the pandemic. Yeah, and, and also like the how okay it is to brush shit off now, like bad shit. Where it's like, somehow, the past four years with Trump, it seems like it's okay to be irrational. You well, know, it's like it's 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 you can't even ration, rationalize with anybody anymore. Well, what, what, let me hold on. Yeah, because the 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 police chief from Atlanta last week, he, the the sheriff in Georgia, said, you know, quote, he was fed up. At the end of his rope, yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. You serious? Bad day. Dude, I've had bad days. You've had bad days. Okay, everyone in the world has had a bad day. People are having bad moments right this moment. That doesn't give you a right to go, which, by the way, to go. he bought a gun... Or maybe that was the guy in Colorado. It's too many mass shootings. But the thing is, the, the access to these guns is easier than getting access to a COVID vaccine. Which, by the way, I got today. Not to change up the subject. <laughs> but it took me fucking hard. It was hard to fucking get it. Yeah. And I could have probably gotten three guns and a shit ton of ammo in the time in the in the month that I've been trying to find a COVID vaccine. Well, I think it's just it's just being rational. Like how many how many tests do you need to take? Uh, to get a license to drive a car, you know, but, a lot. But like, you need, you, uh, I failed my first two tests. Drive just just to just to drive a car. You don't need to do any of that to own a gun. It's you know, you know. It's interesting, and I don't think that has anything to do with it being a right. No, it's not. It's and I'm just not being a guns. responsible gun. I'm owner. not against guns. No, being I'm not a responsible against guns. gun owner. I, I I think a gun in the hands of a responsible gun owner is safe. Sure. Yeah. And and here's the thing is I'm not against guns. I I'm against certain types of guns because again, what's and I agree with you, you know, guns in in responsible hands is safe. Yeah. Sure. But unfortunately, we have not proven that. And I'm not saying that everyone, you know, I, we need to do better with the laws, a thousand percent, but we also need to ban a lot of these you right. know, ARs. And I know that ARs is semi-automatic. It's not an automatic or whatever. So it's not really the AR-15 that's been popularly used. It doesn't, both of them need to both be banned, semis and, and autos. And you need to have, go through special license and training and testing yeah. to get those guns. Yeah, Handguns, listen, if you want to argue with me, a gun's a gun and all should be banned, sure. But uh, protection still protection. Right. And, you know. Something it, needs to happen, man. I mean, like, we, we, we to have the population we have now and to have the type of weapons that are even available to purchase now when this this amendment was added to the, you know, uh, Constitution, it 
It, it was 17, 1700s? Yeah, like, it, people take people like take the they Second Amendment. They didn't know there was going to be a Gatling gun. Well, the, the thing know? is, and that's and exactly my point. People are taking this Constitution, yes, while it's, it's a document that was, people quote, it's an imperfect document, and it was a document that was written for the time at hand. If you read the whole Second Amendment, all right, in there it says, yes, the right to bear arms, to take up arms yeah. in a militia, because guess what? There was no official... U.S. Army at this point. So civilians were the army. You were the Minutemen. You were the army. And back then, a right to bear arms, the gun was a gun where you had to put the goddamn bullet in the fucking, <laughs> the chamber, load it with gunpowder, poke it in, let it go, and then rip. That took all about 30 to 40 seconds. Yeah. And shall not be infringed is the key thing here. Like, if you define infringe, actively break the terms of. You're not actively breaking the terms of a law if you just require somebody to take a test and a background track and prove that they can use the weapon safely. I don't think that's taking away anything or breaking the terms <laughs> no, of whatever the amendment said. No, but it's freedom. You know? It's 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 the biggest flaw in America. That's rational. Sorry. Right. Yeah. But it, it's it, but it it all <laughs> rational gets thrown away because of the right. word freedom. Because Americans have has popularized this word freedom and what it means. Right. I don't need to wear a mask. I'm a free man. Right. You can't do this to me. I can have a gun. It's freedom. It's my American right. Freedom. Freedom. Right. Freedom. 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 Yeah. I know. Tim Dillon just tweeted today. Uh, get vaccinated so you can die in a mass shooting. Yeah. You know. And and what's crazy is that like. When all this happens, Ted Cruz today says every time a school shooting happens, if your fucking argument starts with every time a school shooting happens and then follow up with like we the Democrats demand gun control, what fucking argument are you trying to make? Like that is the worst argument. Every those two words should not or mass shooting, whatever it was, mass shooting or school shooting, both those should not be like the precursor for defending right. anything. Right. Yeah, I agree. And and just again, like like you said, like these these rights, the the you know the the freedoms that people think that they have because of it, you know, it's uh, it's it, it it it's it's killing people, right? And unhealthy people, mentally disturbed. Put the money into 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 social services right. where we we you know, I mean, and and that's where it all comes from: fear based tactics, propaganda and because. Tactics. If if you think your guns are going to be taken away, which is the typical thing that gets pushed whenever, you know, these things happen, right? It's like, I understand the other side of the argument. Yeah, you need guns so that the government can't take you. And can I tell people, the know, people like, that, the people that, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, no. The people that are saying, uh, you know, I got to protect myself from the government. Like, guess what, guys? They don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> no, but, they ain't but, coming for you. No, they don't give like, a fuck about you. No, okay. That's the other side of the argument. I understand that that is something that they see as something as that is vital, right? If you take a guns away, then the government can do anything they want with, with to me. Anybody could do anything they want to me. A hundred percent. I totally understand that. But, but we, then don't pervert, in, we don't live in Nazi Germany, that. right? Right. We exactly. don't live. We don't live in. We don't live in the, the Soviet Union, right? Yeah. You know, we don't live. In, <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's all fear based. It's all yeah. fear based, and it's. Uh, it just it breaks my heart because it's I, as I've gotten older, like it just it makes me value these lives 
And that I didn't value them before, but it makes you think because I am now the average person going to a theater, a grocery store. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Like I have my best friends from home. They will not. They have not gone to a movie theater since 2011, since the Aurora, Colorado, the you know the Batman. Really? Yeah. Because they don't fear of being a crowd. Fear of being a crowd. I mean, fear of being. I mean, it it is. It's definitely and what crossed is it, my mind. And what is it with? What is it with Colorado? I don't know, man. Do you notice that? I, I didn't think it was such a like, like Texas. Texas-y okay, yeah, yeah it's a big state, and there's you know it's Texas. I don't know, Florida, but, sure, Georgia. What the fuck? But Colorado. So I'm saying Texas responsible gun ownership. Well, I mean, they still have. They still have. <laughs> I'm just what, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, you don't. Like, no, I know, I know, I know. I know you're joking. joking. I know you're joking. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's just like right because like I've I've been with very uh, right of the spectrum people. And shotguns with them. Yeah, me too. There is nothing more important than safety to them. A hundred percent. And I, I didn't realize that that was that somebody could take you know safety so seriously. And I was like, oh, this is like people do take this seriously. But then you have people who do mass shootings, right? Know, and and it's, it's crazy. I, I, crazy. I, when I'm in a controlled environment with people that I trust, with people that I know, I'm fine firing guns. Yeah. I, we're all following the safety protocols. Yeah. But when I when I went to a range in 2016 going to 2017, it was somewhere out here. I had a little fear because people were bringing their own guns, they're renting guns, all this stuff. But they were, it was just people just loading them. And it's like, I didn't know these people around me. And there's some dude that's firing off an AK 47 next to me. Yeah. You know, and he's, and it, this guy's literally firing it. He's firing like this. And he's going, boom. Right. Because he came, he came and hold it correctly and i'm like what's it gonna take for him to go right and just shoot this way to the right yeah yeah well yeah it is scary because like you know you're you're like yeah when you're shooting guns you're definitely like even the 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 safe gun owner feels that anxiety because i would assume because people could die yeah yeah you know and it's it's a really interesting line to tread but uh Maybe a topic for another podcast. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, here's the thing: we're not going to finish this topic because it's going to happen again. As much as I'm, I'd love to say, "Hey, it's fixed." It's not. This it's going to happen again. I hope it doesn't happen to you. I hope it doesn't happen to us. I hope something is done. I'm hoping this administration can lock down. I mean, it's going to be hard because the NRA rules the roost. As much as no one wants to hear that, as much as people think that NRA, 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 NRA pays. And yeah. it's lobbying, taking you know, lobbying people, and as long as they're in politicians' pockets, it's going to be around. Yeah, I didn't even know. I I was talking to some I forgot who, but they were talking about the NRA and that there was a situation where if you're I don't know if it's in the, just this one state or or what ha- or this one area, but if like say you get your gun taken away by the police or whatever, yeah. and you haven't been tried or convicted of any crime, the NRA will give you an equivalent gun until you get your gun back. And then once they get you get your gun back, you have to give your you have to give the gun that's that they loaned you. Crazy. Isn't that insane? That's nuts, man. <laughs> that's that's just what the Yeah. I was like, they they do that? What the f- anyway, anyway, I didn't know. Well, before we can before we get Swastion, 
I do want to end on lighter news, if possible. Uh, some good Please. news for me. Um, I got vaccinated today. Woo! We have applause. Oh, we get the fire. That's that's why the hose or the siren or the hose. Uh, yes, that could it could be scary. It could be scary. It could be scary. That uh, who knows? I've I've in the past twenty in the past twelve hours. I have I, I felt I, I I feel groggy right now. Uh, I feel like someone punched me in the arm. Um, yeah, I have no punches here. I don't have punches. Oh, there's Sorry. crickets. No one cares. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, no one has fucking sympathy for me. I thought it was a punch, but man, I'm getting. I, I posted. You know, I I made fun of myself last week. I made fun of people last week uh, who were getting the vaccine and posting about it. like, yeah, I did this. And you can check out my Instagram. It's basically uh, the Ron Burgundy scene where he's like, I have a very important message. And I dub myself going, I got vaccinated because I just feel like that's <laughs> yeah, what everyone, that. <laughs> everyone's posting like these, and, and, and I'm not hating on them, but these, you know, what it means to be vaccinated. And I appreciate that because everyone's gone through a fucking year with this goddamn yeah. fucking virus. And so post away, I'm just taking the little piss out of everybody because I can, because it's what I do. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite because today I posted. Yeah myself getting vaccinated on my instagram but yours is different why because it's me yeah because it's you yeah, yeah. but because i make fun of myself <laughs> because i make fun of myself too in my stories all right i saw the frog face yeah the, yeah uh, i make fun of myself you know i post this is me last week this is me this week <laughs> and even my captions a little jokey but it did mean a lot it did mean a lot to get vaccinated i haven't seen my folks in a year and yeah people are gonna be like well you could have fucking gone through your folks like listen i didn't want to risk it i didn't want to risk my father's health that was paramount to me yeah. paramount to me paramount but I'm getting crushed, dude, on this photo. You know, yeah. I make fun of myself. People are like, yeah, great. Now get your haircut. Nice hair. Let the haters What hate, up, man. Kramer? Let the haters hate, man. Like, but here's the thing is that, <laughs> and this is, again, this is just like what I notice is that, like, people do crazy shit with their hair all the time. And this is the difference between guys and girls or girls that are dressed with guys but guys that you know but for me it's different i feel like the rules don't apply when a girl posts something they got a haircut queen nails done in front of a rose wall in front of a pink wall you know dressed to dressed in nines and i they are and i like them all because i love the posts and i think they're fantastic everyone looks great but man the comments are Yes. Yes. Queen. <laughs> Queen. This gives me life. I live living I, for this. Living for this. And I love it. And I it's not because I'm jealous. It's not because I just love it. I love I love the 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 hype people love around it. But for me? No, not for me. Not for Zachy Pooh. No? Zach gets Zach no, gets, yo, get a haircut, douchebag. <laughs> you know, or you cut the line in front of my nana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting crushed. I'm getting ripped. That's a good one. I'm getting torn to And they're all jokes. Everyone that's commenting is jokes. And I appreciate your comments. And I love you all. And it makes me laugh. You know, it's just, it's just, it's so funny. I just, it's something I noticed in the way here. And I was like, I was like, damn. And, and, and it, you know, uh, yeah. That's the isn't that the male version of the Yas the Queen Yas fire lit right? it's like I, yeah you asshole sure. we get it sure <laughs> sure that's, that's loving you know it's, it's love and yeah. it's love yeah. and I love I, I appreciate all the love um typical men to to, to it's to, it, listen it's it's just the way all my friends listen 
my best friend, one of my best friends, Pete Zaka. You know the way I used to tell people if he if he likes you, he's making fun of you. Mm. He's you know he you're in the you know, and that's how you know. I remember when I met Pete. I met Pete. Well, I met Pete before we went to high school, but through travel soccer, and you know, Pete would always be like, he's like, you know, if if your hand's bigger than your head, you know, you're not that smart. And like I would be like, what do you what do you mean? And he would smack, smack my hand. Right in the head. Yeah. And because I also play goalie, he'd be like, dude, you. Do you smell? This is within within five minutes of each other. I fell for this <laughs> twice, by the way. And he's like, you smell that? And I was like, what? He's like, I think your hands smell from your goalie gloves. I'm like, really? What you? And it just hit me again. And But we're best friends. And then that's, you know, you're right. It's just, it's, people interact differently with people, whether male, female, or depending on your age. Right. Um, and really good friends take advantage of other friends' idiocy. Of course, yeah, <laughs> or bad hairstyles, or bad hairstyles. So, having said that, we landed on, ended on a high note before we bring Swasty, but uh, I'm excited for to get Swasty on. So let's dial her up and uh, have a nice conversation with the lady. There oh, you are. There we are. Yo, what's going on? Not much. How have you been? It's been so busy. It's been but... I, well. It's been over a year, at least since I think I've seen anybody. Uh, but yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you since probably 2019 when I saw you when I was freelancing back at BuzzFeed. Yeah, that was probably the last time we saw each other, huh? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is, yeah. like, weird to think about. Well, because it's been a year, but it doesn't feel like it's been a year, but it's been a year. Yeah. It's you been know? slightly so, over a year since we've all been confined to our homes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm slowly... I don't know how you're handling it, and we're just... we're just, By the way, we're just going right into this, just to let you yeah, know. Yeah, that's fine. Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know how you've been handling like, uh, you know, the re rebirthing of yourself to the world. I want to call it, I guess. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I've I've been going to, you know, I've been seeing people socially distance. I'm mm. with Indy right now, but he's in the other room. So, like, you know, we're, nice. we're the, you know, there's people that were that hey, around. And uh, yeah, like, are you going back to the gym? Like, what's going on? Like, what do you do? Are you seeing people? Well, OK. I'm seeing people in like my family and my coworkers, right? Because like at BuzzFeed, they've started testing us okay. for COVID just in case. Like I was actually drove in today to get my COVID test to make sure it was like good to shoot on Friday. So they've been doing that, which like I really appreciate because it's like this added layer of safety. Granted, yeah. like within the next day, you could still get it, but the hope is you don't. So, um, but like, I definitely appreciate that because before they weren't doing that. And then I guess they decided to start kicking it up when things started spreading again um who have i been seeing i've seen my family i've seen my coworkers here and there who that are was buzzfeed like are you guys are you like is it only when you have to go shoot you don't have to yeah. like, be back in the office everything else oh yeah yeah it's only to, and here's the thing like you don't have to go back to the office to shoot if you don't want to but i preferred it because if you shoot from home you don't necessarily get the same support right because you don't want to invite people into your home right but over there you still get a dp you still get like art support you still can cast someone to be hands if you want which I need to because I have these long nails. So I'm not cutting them off. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I've been trying to get my nails done. That feels great. Yeah, so how long has that been? How long has it been before you got your nails done? Was it was a I year? Start, no, it was less than a year. It was probably like six months ago I started going back because okay. they like reopened again. Yeah. And they were the girl I go to. She's like she would only allow two people in there at a time and you were on complete opposite sides. So. It was like whenever you were allowed to go back or whenever they allowed them to open up again, if that was, I don't even remember if that was six months ago, but I was doing them at home and that was hard. 
Yeah. It's like a skill. I, <laughs> really my girlfriend is. cuts my hair and now that it's like my brother got his haircut done uh, professionally yeah. or like, you know, by someone. And I'm like, do I'm like, do I want to get that done? I feel like I, I my hair is so simple. Why am I? And my girlfriend doesn't want to do it. She's like, just go get it. Go get paid to get it done. I'm like, but I can save money. She's like, just go get it done. <laughs> just please go get it done. I don't want to do it for you anymore. Get out and get it done because they're allowed to do it now. And, you know, yeah. you're supporting your local businesses in that way because they really took a beating. It was yeah. Sad. Yeah, they took a, a huge, I mean, the whole whole country and all the businesses took a huge beating, except for Target, yeah. except for Amazon, except for all the big ones. Yes. But um, are you, have you gone back to the gym at all? I, ha so when I was in New York, I did. It was limited wait, capacity. Wait, wait, oh, that's right. So you were, wait, before, let's rewind that. <laughs> let's rewind. You were, you were in New York for a bit for part of this, huh? Yes, I was. I went to visit Ten's family there yeah. in Long Island and they're like super secluded, obviously got tested before going, um, quarantined when we got there, but I was there for a while. So I went to the gym post our quarantine or like post getting tested. Um, because New York was, was allowing people to go back to gyms, right? They were. They so were, wait, you were there for what, from the summer till when? It wasn't like, a, it was just like a month in October, okay, basically. Okay. And then again month. in December. <laughs> but like it was it was dope yeah my favorite month spent halloween there it was like such a vibe it was very cool you could still see they didn't ban it there so kids were like trick-or-treating not as much as usual yeah of course um but they were and we drove around and looked at decorations and it was like it was nice to see that people were still in spirit although i myself um, did not actually get out of the car. I stayed in the vehicle just to look at decorations as we drove by. Yeah, it wasn't the same this year. I didn't. I. I don't think. I don't think I dressed up at all. And I love Halloween, but we'll get to that in a second because I do want to talk yes. about that because I know. Back to the gym. Yeah, back to the let's, gym. Let's start back to the gym. So, like, you went back what a month ago? I went back. Yeah. Wow. It was December like December January December? Okay. December is when I went. October, I'm trying to remember, I think it was open then too. So I went both those times and it was like limited capacity. There were like probably five people in there <laughs> and it was not, I mean, you kept your mask on. Yeah, I didn't even take it off to take like a sip of water and I like double masked, but it was so nice to just like be there again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, cause doing it at home, like, I mean, I bought, um, power blocks, you know, those like kind of like bootleg dumbbell things. They work and we have a bench and resistance bands, but like you get tired of working out in the same space over and over, like having the place to go to, it makes a difference. And then there was no, I don't have a cardio machine here and I'm not going to yeah. run on the sidewalk because I'm going to fall down. Yeah, no, <laughs> at the same way. I'm saying, and that's why, you know, I want to talk to you. I was, what was your routine when you were there? Like during like the lockdown during COVID, because for me, you know, I hit, I hit 2020, like, you know, I was, mm -hmm. I was really rearing up and then COVID hit and the gym closed and I love going to my certain, the gym that I love going to and I have a routine and I just, I just stopped. Like, I did resistance bands, but I just stopped working out. I put on yeah. weight. I just put like, yeah, I feel like no. it was like, it was, well, it was, it was funny. Like I say 2020 was like, I put on weight, I lost weight, I put on weight and then I'm back to losing weight because it was just so up and down with what we had restrictions out here in LA because yeah. one moment gyms were open for like a hot second during the summer and then they closed them back down again and then they reopened them real, and then they closed them back down again. So it was like inconsistency, but like my workout routine that the home workout routine, just, I couldn't, like you said, I couldn't get into it. I think. I had a hard time deciphering from like work, you know, relaxing at home and doing like a workout from home and running for me. I can't with these old knees uh, on the concrete. <laughs> forget about it. It's like snipers no. hitting my Achilles from like a mile away. 
it's bad. No, absolutely. I agree with you there. And I mean, no one should be doing that. I didn't realize the effect that running on like concrete has on your knees till yeah. later. Yeah, it's bad. It's yeah, bad. Not good. But I feel you. I mean, I feel like it affected everyone in a way where like people just like you just like lost motivation to like do anything. And that's like only natural. Right. And like we're still on the privileged tier of what happened during this time, 100 percent, which is like that's really something to think about. So like, and the psychological effects of that, that's like a whole nother thing. So like dealing with all those feelings, like I hundred percent, there were weeks where I would just sit on the couch and like vegetate. And I would, I too would like sporadically like, okay, I'm going to work out now. Okay. I'm not going to work out this week or I'll like do like, I don't know, I'll work out like for a day, but like eventually, yeah. Like I now my, um, my buildings gym opened up. And That's I can't good. work out up here in the apartment anymore. Like I have to go down there because like, you can't, I just can't, my mind is no longer in this apartment yeah, for that. Yeah. Like I need to go back. Yeah. It's just like last resort at this point. Cause like I, it's the worst. I hate it. It's no fun. Yeah. I mean, it's the, I couldn't find like a favorite, like it's just a favorite exercise to do. Like I had, resi- like I did resistance bands for like probably two weeks where I was really into, it. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this burn. I'm feeling this burn. And it's like, I'm feeling yeah. the burn because I wasn't doing anything else. Um, you know, I would focus, I would try to do like, you know, challenges where it's like, let me do a weeks of, uh, of legs, you know, doing different mm-hmm. squats, not, not, not like a full squat routine in one day, but just trying to break it up, you know, just to, and I could, I just couldn't get into it. And, yeah. you know, I, uh, I, I'm glad the gyms are open. What did you, have you done like a hit routine yet? I think we talked about this uh, on the yes. phone. Yes. How is that? Because I, I haven't, I haven't touched, I haven't touched like a full. I've just been doing body parts. I right. haven't done a full body workout. So okay, I my hit routine was purely cardio. I didn't do a workout hit routine. I don't usually do those things like plyo and stuff. Like I can't, I don't have the ability to do it. I like can't do it without because uh, I when I get to jumping around, like I'm a complete klutz. So I will absolutely <laughs> sprain an ankle. I don't go there, but I did do sprints on a treadmill and it was so nice. And I know that's not necessarily good for your knees either, but, um, I have those like five finger shoes or whatever. And Whoa, seems what, to if, work. what are the five finger shoes? Are those the shoes that actually put your, like the ones that have like, it looks like the a toes. sleeve. Yeah, the little toe shoes. You know what I'm talking about? Those Vibram toe shoes. But those are better for you than like a, a regular running shoe? Okay. I don't know that they're better for you, but for some reason, I feel better when I run in them. If that makes any sense. For some reason, they position my leg in such a way that I don't feel like I'm like huh. slamming down onto the concrete or onto the treadmill anymore, which is like, it's less padding. So like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to feel the effects of that in another like five years on my knees. But like, it was... It was just nice. In that moment, I was just like, I am going to do sprints today. I'm looking at the, the I'm looking at the screen. I have them on the screen right now. And he pulled them up. Oh, There's yeah. Because I've, I've, I've seen people wear these. I've seen people wear them when yeah. they go swimming or hiking, you yeah. know, or the combination of the two when they're going in between uh, water and everything and, and, and on land. But I've never seen anybody actually wear them to like to run, to speed run or do any of that type of stuff. Cause I just imagine the the constant hitting of the pavement or the whatever. It's not, you know. I wouldn't do it outside. Absolutely wouldn't recommend using those outside. Absolutely not. Like to run, no, because there's like no padding on them. What's it's like? It's literally like you're barefoot running, basically. Yeah, 
So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a doctor, and it's probably actually not good for the cartilage in my knee. But it feels good. We have to put a disclaimer up now, above us. Yeah, yeah, Swasti yeah. is not a doctor. She's not. She's nothing close to a doctor. If I was a doctor, my parents would be a lot happier. But I'm not. Yeah, my parents too. My parents. I, I feel like I let. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like. I mean, yeah. I feel like I let my parents down. Uh, not being a doctor. My dad. My dad is so gets so mad at me because he's an architect and a contractor. So he's really good with math. He's really good with numbers. Uh, He thinks he's a doctor. I think most Jewish people (laughs) think they're doctors for whatever reason. Um, You know, uh, I don't know how you feel about your culture, but in in the Jewish culture, it's like, I feel like it's very, you're a doctor in account or you're in entertainment. And I'm just in entertainment and I don't cross over to the other boundaries at all. And I feel (laughs) like my father's really disappointed that I don't have at least one of those other two. Like he tried so hard I remember it was like four or five years after I graduated college. Oh. I was like, you know, you could always do entertainment law. And I was like, oh, you want, you just want me fit into a trope of one yes. of these, you know, things. I can't just be the creative guy. I have to be the creative lawyer guy as a fallback plan. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. The amount of times I've heard about the fallback. And it's the same for me. Doctor, lawyer, yeah. engineer, businessman. Not business one, businessman. These are your options. I see. My parents, did, my parents didn't go engineer because my father's like, you're too dumb to be an engineer. You can't, you can't handle math and and those type of things, you know. Uh, uh, but for it was doctor, lawyer, or you know, I, he knew with math again. I was never going to be an accountant. Yeah, so. yeah. It's those are the stable careers, and that's what that's just what they want, I guess. And like, yeah, same. Definitely a disappointment. Um, we can bask in that together. <laughs> I've definitely heard about that. I mean, what recently I was just having a conversation with my dad and he was like, you know, I used to be so smart and so good at math. And I was like, that's the biggest lie. I was not good at math. <laughs> like I was good at algebra because it was like easy, <laughs> but not anything else, you know? Um, and he was like, you could have done so much. You should have been an engineer. I would have failed at life had I been an engineer. Yeah. I don't know like how he doesn't see that. I, 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 my dad, are you, do you have any siblings? I do a younger sister. Okay. See, I think my father confuses all of us now because my father's like, you were such a great, like you were so great at this. I'm like, I think you're talking about Emmett. I don't think you're talking (laughs) about me. You know, Emmett was the one that was potentially going to go to UCLA and be a doctor. Not, not me. There was no chance. He's like, yeah, but you're also so good. I'm like, that was Seth. That was not, I'm like, now you're, and now I'm concerned about my father's health. Um, (laughs) But uh, well, he can use his doctor skills to like figure that out, I guess. He, I'll tell, I'll tell this quick story about my father because it's it's sad and and just my father in a nutshell. So when my father, uh, by senior, like it was my senior in high school, no, senior college, my father had, um, he would always like complain about, I always complain about his back, but if he threw out his back or he hurt his back, he'd always say, "I have a cold in my back. I don't need to go to the doctor." <laughs> And I would say, how does someone get a cold specifically in their back? Like I get like, you know, you get you get the flu, you have, you know, you have back pains, you have all these things, you know. And he's like, one, so my senior year of college, he he had two ruptured discs in his upper back. Oh my back. gosh. And he's I went home for spring break and I saw him and he's you know, not doing well. <laughs> and I'm like, will you please go to the doctor? He's like, it's yeah. just it's just a cold. I just need to wrap myself in some warm blankets, drink some soup, and I'll be fine. And I'm like, what doctor is this? He's like, it's me. I, I Listen, I know my body better than anyone else. And I go, I go, Dad, listen, just please be careful. And sure enough, the day after I got back from spring break oh. in college, 
he shattered the disc in his lower back from having two ruptured discs. What? And I was like, well, that was some fucking severe cold you had. Like, it's horrible <laughs> as that sounds. Like, it, it, it you know, it, it, I feel bad for my dad, but at the same yeah. time, he did it to himself. And, he, you know, it's just like, and I, I wonder if he blames that on me now. Like, now that I think about that, like, I wonder if he right. blames, like, you could have been the son that fixed me. This could have been a story. Like, I it feel like that's been. a parent's dream, <laughs> you know? Anyway, I went on a tangent. No, I love that tangent, though. That's uh, that's definitely, like, how my grandma and mom, or my dad is, like, a complete, like, go to the doctor for anything. My mom likes to kind of sort of avoid the doctor, but then also likes to go to the doctor. So, like, I don't, she's kind of here and there. My grandma, my mom's mom, yeah, self-medication all the way, like, herbal, Ayurveda. She'll tell us what to do. Like, when COVID happened, she was telling us about this plant. It's, like, called Giloy. And I don't remember what that is in English, but it apparently boosts your immune system. And she bought like all of us, these little Giloy tablets and was like, you need to take two of these every day. And then the Indian store, I guess they found out about like, I guess everyone's grandparents is super into Ayurveda. Grand- grandparents got the hot tip on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So they bought out the Giloy tablets and then we had to drink Giloy juice because she wouldn't let us go without like having <laughs> this uh cure or whatever for like at least a week and it was the nastiest most bitter thing i've ever had like it was choking it down for sure so i'm looking at it's uh so it's an ancient herb that's packed with an array of benefits popular for its immunity and boosting properties galoi helps in act actively fighting against various pathogens Mm -hmm. so she i mean so grandma knew what's up yeah i'm still taking it i mean can't i haven't I haven't gotten COVID, and I, but I'm, I'm not going to attribute it to it because once again, I'm not a doctor, but I've been taking it. So, so. what? So you just take what two of these in the two? Like it's like a, like vitamins. You take them in the morning, and you and yeah. that's it. Interesting. Exactly. I take them after eating, just because I take every tablet after eating. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you should. As you should. I think that's the proper way to do it. Every every type of medicine you should take after eating. Never take medicine, right. vitamins, or anything on an empty stomach. My girlfriend yeah. and I did elderberry flower. Oh. So we. Ooh. She got like. She got like tabs, like chewable tabs, and then we also had elderberry juice. Okay, how did um, that taste? It tasted good. The juice tasted like because it was concentrated. It tasted like a little bit of cough syrupy. Okay, but the tablet was fine. It was like taking one of those, like it was like a, a Flintstone tab. Okay, those are fine. Um, and those. yeah, it was good. So I, you know, I again, I never got COVID, so I hope that worked. I actually today, I got the shot. You got the shot. Did got, you? Which one did I you get? I got Moderna. How? Okay. You seem like you're feeling uh, good today. I feel so. It feels like I. I. It's funny. I was telling Indy this. It. I don't know. They must have hit a nerve because I don't. I don't like needles, but I don't flinch. I yeah. just sit there and I look away, and it's like oh, they're like, okay, we're gonna go in. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm, you know, I'm used to it. They mm-hmm. must have hit something because my arm like spasmed, like my really? arm involuntarily spasmed. She goes, oh, I must have <laughs> hit something. And I go, yeah, and she goes, okay, and we're done. Like she was just like, yeah, you probably hit something. Yeah, this is normal. And so she did it, and that was it. But it felt like, and my girlfriend said she felt this too. It it, it still feels that way, um, like someone put punched you with their knuckle, the knuckle, yeah. not the flat part, but the knuckle part, right, right, right in your right. arm, like dead armed you straight up. And that's how it feels in my arm right now. I can move it. I was able to lift. I can do bench. I was doing all that this uh, today, uh, but it 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 did, it it does feel weird. And I did. I went to I went to Kava. You ever been to Kava before? I have. I love Kava. I love there's Kava. one like up the street. Love it's my favorite place. And so we were by we were by USC when we got it done. So there's a Kava right there. And so I got it and I got 
harissa and sug like the spicy mm-hmm. spicy mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and i don't and i sweat when i eat but i don't know if it was the, the moderna or the harissa but my girlfriend looked at me and you know that meme that was i forget what his name is he's just sweating profusely i think it's uh keenan Oh yes! Get, it's just he's sweating profusely. That uh. was me. I, I just I was sweating from the back of my head. I was sweating everywhere. And she's like, "Is that the Moderna shot?" And I go, <laughs> "I think it's the Harissa." And she's like, "No, that's that's Moderna. Like that is Moderna for sure." And I it's feel, a little mix. It's a little you mix. Cocktail and I, yeah, that's it. Yep, Jordan Peele sweating. Like just exactly what I looked like, just dripping. Just it was bad. Jordan Peele sweating. Wait, I I don't think I've seen this. See, yeah. I can imagine Keenan sweating. Yeah, dude, Jordan Peele. Here, I'm, it's, I'm, and it's I'm a gif it or a meme it's a meme or a gif okay i i know i shouldn't be looking at this but no like it's now fine listen we do oh, what we yes. want here so that was me <laughs> so that was me today for at least a good solid 30 minutes and i felt chills after and now i just feel um groggy mm-hmm. that's how i feel right now and i'm probably oh and i'll probably want to pass pass out like yeah. when i get home i just probably feel tired it's you know your body's building you know, antibodies for it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, it's like the second one I've heard, especially it'll like just take you out. Well, like you're I have to take right. some days off. Yeah. Well, I heard, I heard, so I, I heard it depends. I heard if you've got, if you, if you had COVID and you didn't know you had COVID, mm-hmm. then this, the shot, the shot will knock you out. Oh, That's what I've heard. Yikes. So like, or if you had, even if you know you've had COVID and you recover from COVID, the shot will do some, not, I'm not going to say damage because I, I don't want people to be like, oh, I'm not, not going to get the shot. I'm not getting the shot. Zach said damage. No, I uh, it just, you know, it's going to be, um, it's not going to be good. But this, you know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting online with some people and there's a couple behind us and they're like, all right, well, listen, we're, we're only here for the Pfizer and the Moderna. If they only have the Johnson and the Johnson, we're out. And I'm like, what, who, you're here. You're in line. Yeah. We're just, like it took it took me I had so I had an appointment on Monday. Okay. The site that I was supposed to go to closed down. Oh. So me and my girlfriend they like could... they were just they ran out of they ran out of vaccines. Okay. okay. They were like, sorry, we're out of vaccines. Business at some of the sites. So they I just think the sites I think the sites here's the thing is that like I fall under the category because I have for my diabetes. Of course. So I was able to I was able to go through on this round. Um yeah. but it's not like they're checking like there's no it's it's it, you know like once you're once you're registered you're in they're not going to ask you oh what's your job what's your occupation they don't ask you any of that like you know you could be the healthiest person in the world and put you know you're a healthcare you know you're you're an essential worker and go right through Interesting. and and i and i don't you know like it's funny like i was talking about my girlfriend cuz we were we were waiting in line i don't necessarily have an issue with that because a um at these vaccine sites, the one that I went to, there is a standby line because people know, depending on where you go, there's anywhere from 20 to like 100 left over of these shots. Yeah, and then they throw them out. Yeah. So it's like, well, they're either going to go to waste or I can get stuck. Exactly. So I, I think there's, I think people are starting to realize that, which I think is yeah. it's good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel, I feel better. I'm halfway there. Uh, they mm-hmm. did schedule my second appointment, which was oh. weird. Uh, when they, when they did the intake, the guy that was taking in doing the intake on my girlfriend, um, was like, Hey, do you want me to schedule your appointment or do you want to do it yourself? Some people prefer to do it themselves. And my girlfriend's like, no, of course, schedule it. (laughs) And then like, I get intake by some other, uh, some woman and, uh, you know, 
we're having good banter. I was like, so do I schedule my own appointment or do you schedule? She's like, you're a grown man. You can schedule your own appointment. Oh, she's like, Zach, you're on your own. And I was just like, really? I thought she was joking. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and so like I walk away and I go to meet my girlfriend in the other tent, like waiting to get like vac- vaccinated. She goes, when's your second appointment? I go, I, I didn't get one. Oh, and no. I don't know. Like, I don't know what. So uh, now I have to frantically search. I, mine's not like I have to be on the 19th or like two days before or after. Right. So um, what site did you go to slash what website did you? I went to. Um, uh, what is it? Hold on, I have it on my phone. You said by USC. So yeah, like- uh, Kettering. Okay. Kettering place. Uh, the Kettering Hospital. So cool. that's, I mean, that's where it directed me when I went to on, um, let's pull it myturn.ca.gov. Cool. So that's what I, I did that one. Nice. But, um, let's switch over to some content because I know I want to talk about your t- channel. By the way. Oh, for sure. My baby channel. Your, listen, wait, <laughs> this is a baby channel. We all got baby channels. Well, oh, we all got baby channels. By the way, uh, I want to I get your, your last name right. I've, I've known you for so many years. I'm always afraid to ask. It's Swasti Shukla. Shukla, Shukla, yeah. Shuk- it's just, Swasti, just like it's Swasti Shukla. Yep. All right. I, I, I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. Uh, no, you got it. Well, Swasti Shukla is joining the show. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't intro you properly, so I have to put it in here at some point. <laughs> you have to do it now. <laughs> now, well, we're going to talk about your channel now. So you go check out her channel, YouTube channel, uh, the baby, the, get it, get it on it while it's hot on the ground floor. Right. Um, but I do like, I mean, I do like, you know, the Chai Talks on Friday. I think that's smart. I think that's funny. I like, you know, you and Tens. You know, I mean, first of all, it's your your, your fiance, your husband, you know. <laughs> so, like, it's going to be, and he's, he's got his own personality. And if you oh, haven't, yeah. if you don't know Tennis, go check out his music. He's a dope, yes. he's a dope artist, dope rapper, uh, <laughs> just a great guy and uh, and a Giants fan. So, we, we vibe on that. Yeah, um, yeah, you do. <laughs> but, you know. You, what do you what do you want to do with the channel? Like I'm you know I'm curious like what I mean I I'm I, I'm excited to see what you want to do your channel because I I like you know I know you're a great content creator and I'm excited to see you do your own stuff for you and not a company that's telling <laughs> you what to do. Right. I mean, there's so many ideas I have for it, but it's like you only have so many hours in a day, so yeah. figuring yeah. that out is what's been kind of hard because I want it back before I got my job at BuzzFeed. The way I got it was by creating videos that were like healthy versions of my favorite junk food. Um, and I had a blog and I would take pictures and write the recipe. And then 10 told me about this thing called tasty that just cropped up and had these cool top down videos. And he was like, you should jack the format. I'll teach you how to shoot and edit and make a website. And I was like, Oh no, I don't have a fancy camera. Like, no, and he was like, uh, you just use your iPhone and I'll teach you how to edit. So he taught me how to edit. I shot my videos and then I like, created a website. And then he told me to apply for a job. And I begrudgingly did that. I didn't think I would get one. And then I got a job. So like, that was cool. But I want to basically start like, I want to bring those recipes back to my yeah. channel. I feel like a lot of people like that. And a lot of people have been asking me about that. So I'm going to bring those back. And then I also want to start putting out fitness content, because that's like a thing I'm interested in. And I want to start like trying new things. Like, I want to do like, there's this like Ayurvedic diet based on, I believe your blood type or like your, 
I'm saying this wrong and I'm going to get skewered for it. I'm trying to remember what it is, but there's different types that you can be. And I forgot exactly what they different are. Types of blood types research. that work better for your, for a person's diet. Right. There's a blood type diet and then that one's different, but then there's an Ayurveda one. And that's like, I'm trying to remember what it's based on and rooted in. Obviously I haven't even done my research yet. I just wrote it down and I was like, Oh, the Ayurvedic diet, because there's like different categories of like type that you might be. And your diet is like based on that. And I do not have all the details because Zach, I have not done the research, but I know it exists and I wrote it down. <laughs> and um, yeah, it like basically tells you like, just, I just want to try these things. Granted, I'll always stick to tracking macros, which is a thing I finally hopped back on. Yeah. I remember we were gonna, we were doing a video like that for a minute. I know that never came out. And then it never came out. I mean, I don't. Whatever I had, I had the, we had the app. I don't even remember what the app is. Should we not mention what the app is in case they Avatar. come out. Avatar. Avatar. It was the Avatar app where you can count your macros and everything, and it was cool. It worked. I just we were it was a test thing that we were doing. I remember. Yeah. And so it wasn't. It was still in beta. So there were certain things yeah. that like did not work, and I felt like I was using my fitness pal, but more than I was using yeah. the app. The app is back, like for real, for real, and it is actually really good. Did they give you? Did they? Are they? Are you using it? I'm still using it. Yeah. I'm, I actually, I transferred fully from my fitness pal because it's that good. So basically really, you can track are, you, all are you in contact with them? Do they give you like all that stuff? They basically, well, yeah, I'm still in contact with them. <laughs> they're, right. they still have like my account. They're great people. And they still like have given, have given me my free account. So I still have it. Um, I should check if my work still. <laughs> it probably does. I, like, I think I deleted the app though. Well, just re-download it, reset your password. Yeah, Cause okay. what's really cool is, you get your macros for the week, right? And if you eat more than you should on a specific day, you can have the app calculate, recalculate your macros for the rest of the week. So basically, you're not digging yourself into this hole where so you it's have to like, like you're, you kind of like roll over your your, your yes. macros. Okay. Yes, which is super dope. And then you can like share your food with your friends and stuff, which is like really cool. Um, so yeah, they've definitely made some huge improvements. Highly, I feel like I'm doing an ad for them right now. No, no, like. no. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I mean, you know, I've, I've, fitness for me has been like an on and off thing, you know, battle my whole life. And I know you knew, you knew you understand that. Is the counting macros the best thing that you've done for yourself? Because I've, I, I, I do, I've done it for me. It's been the one that worked is just like low sugar, low carbs. You know what I mean? Right. Low sodium and mm -hmm. especially for diabetic, all that stuff. And yeah. just and just running and exercising as well as long as uh, doing cardio for forty five minutes as well as lifting for about forty five to an hour. Right. You know, I did keto last summer. I mm -hmm. liked it. Mm -hmm. um, it's weird. It's it's easier to maintain. I feel like as an individual, unless your partner's into it. Because if your partner, my Carrie was not into it. She was not into it at all. <laughs> she was into it for like the first like three four weeks, and she was like, "This yeah. is great," and we felt great. And then all of a sudden, she was just like. I want a goddamn cheeseburger with a bun and a middle bun. Like I don't, I, I don't want the lettuce wrap anymore. I, I miss want bread. The, I miss bread, and you know, and then that's the whole thing is you know, if you go too fast, you'll blow up back to yeah. what you are. And I didn't, I, I didn't do that, but I just, I didn't feel the way I was, and I kind of miss it. But I also just, I think the best way is just to do the simple dieting, unless you can, you could find a way keto can work for you. Right. Yeah. It's. For me, I feel like that's the best, that that's the best thing that I have for me. Cause I can still the eat macros. kind of like junk the macros, yeah. the macros, um, and the tracking just feels that because I can, I can still eat, you know, McDonald's if I want, 
but I'll also eat vegetables and I'll also have protein shakes and I'll also have fruit. So like it allows me to eat as long as I can track it and it fits and I can still hit my fiber. I can eat it. So I like that a lot. I like having the freedom to like eat garbage, you know, cause I like, I get it. No, I get that. It's, you know, for me eating garbage, I like to do it, but I, I, for me, it's a control thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you talk, some people can do the thing where, you know, you're counting macros and, you know, yeah. you have enough room for McDonald's or something like that. For me, McDonald's is an, an addictive, um, right. It's a trigger triggering. Yeah. Whatever in my brain. So I'll, if I'm good for like six weeks and I had McDonald's or something along those lines, uh, for three days, I'm binging. Like it's bad. Yeah. Like I, I, I'll get bad and I'll, I'll derail myself. And it's, sure. you know, that's, and, and some people, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I think everyone needs to find a, mm-hmm. a diet that works for them. And it's, I think it's, sure. you know, it's, it's terrible to hear what people like, I, I, nothing works for me. Nothing works for me. It's like something yeah. does, you just haven't found it yet. Exactly. You got to pick your lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And every, like you said, everyone's different. Everyone has different needs. Everyone has different triggers. And like, once you find that thing, stick to that thing. And maybe like for some people it's intuitive. I'm just going to fill up on like fruits, vegetables, salads. And like that way, I'm basically not eating as much because it's volume heavy. Yep. And for some people like me who a salad, isn't going to cut it <laughs> because I need my trash, a little bit of trash every day. I'm going to track it. Yeah, <laughs> and that yeah, way yeah. I'm like, not going to, you know, spiral into just like eating a bunch of crap, but I'll still fill up on the better things and then eat my crap on the side. But like, I agree with you. You got to find what works. That's like the most, it's like fitness. You got to find what works for you. Right. Exactly. And and I think that's, what's great about like what you're going to be creating your fitness channels. Like you're going to create that awareness because I, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I, I, we talked about this when we were at Buzzfeed and we were doing fitness type videos is that, Mm -hmm. you know, both of us in our own individual ways from comments get crushed about stupid fucking nuances that, that, uh, that I, I, it just, you know, I mean, that's the internet in general. That's just, that's just YouTube. Just like people love to go to comments to troll, but it was, yeah. it was always funny to me how people can just pick something apart. It's like, ah, I don't need to have like certain amount of calories a day. I, I do this, that, and the other. It's like, great, but that works for you. You know, exactly. whatever your metabolism and your DNA is, you're blessed with eating two slices of pizza, having a salad and a donut at night and having, you know, washboard abs. Some people yeah. can't do that. Some people mm-hmm. have physical limitations, you know, especially as they get older, uh, uh, working out a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah. And and it's you know it's so frustrating to read sometimes, but I mean you know you're gonna we all gonna deal with that at some point. But I feel like you know well being in a, a relationship, we were talking about this again right before. Yeah. I, I wanted to say being in a relationship with being another creative is is a blessing and a curse because I feel like you guys you know you and Ten can you know help feed each other the same way that me and Carrie you know give each other creative uh, ideas and, and perspective and you know really build something brainstorming, but. This quarantine, being a creative at home is expensive because you're sharing all your fucking technology with people. Yeah. How, how many times? So, I mean, Ten's a musician. He's an artist. Yeah. You know, you're doing video and stuff like that. I mean, how many times have you had to share equipment? Like, how frustrating? We, how, use, the same, we use the same ring light. So, if someone wants to make a TikTok, and someone else wants to make a TikTok and you both are trying to release that TikTok at the same time, it's like, oh, well, get in line, buddy, because like I claimed it first, you know what I mean? Right. So 
it's like it's what it is and like once again we have the one room or the one loft that we do it in so it's like all right if the other person's downstairs like if you have a meeting or something get in the bedroom because i need quiet (laughs) because we don't have that separate space so like that's the thing and like granted we never like fight over it because it's like understood that it's a shitty situation that we live in but it's like it's a shitty situation to live in like it's not conducive to our creativity and then our our if i were to take this laptop and show you the rest of this space it is trash like (laughs) this background is very deceptive the rest and it's that really like gets in your head when you're trying to make content because it's like well all i have is this plain white wall and everything else is trash so like that's always and during the pandemic you can't go outside no like i can't shoot something outside you know? Oh no, yeah, I, totally. I totally get that. I mean, it's Carrie and I, Carrie's a, you know, she's a voice. I mean, she's an actress, but she's a voiceover mm-hmm. actress and very cool. you know, it, it's, it's, it's very cool. Cause I get to hear all these crazy characters that she plays in her closet, which is now her, her studio. She's called, she goes, she calls it my VO booth. I'm like, girl, it's a closet with your clothes <laughs> and my clothes and shoes that you threw up some fucking soundproof padding. All right, and some, hey, and some, and some pillows, and she goes, but it's my VO. Studio. I'm like, whatever you want, whatever you want. But I always rat, rag on her because for the first for the first four months of the pandemic, things were fine. She would borrow my personal laptop, and I was employed at that point. And then I got, I got let go from uh, Universal because of COVID, and everyone you know was of losing course. jobs. So now we had to share my computer because I was freelancing, you know, yeah. for various companies, and you know, doing my own editing. So now it was like. She's like, hey, are you going to use the computer? I'm like, first of all, it's my computer. <laughs> all right. And now your VO booth is useless without my computer. So um, <laughs> if you want to rent this from me. No, uh, it, it, it was it. We never fought over it, but it was it's. Yeah. You realize like how expect like just just how hard it is sometimes to. It, it wasn't easy be working from home. I feel like, no. you know, and, and the creative, the creative aspect, I mean, there's, you know, we, we, you let off with this when we were talking about the channel, the hardest thing about creating content is the actual time spending it when you're not doing your other jobs, yeah. you know, like the life things until yeah. this becomes the job. And, right. you know, I feel like this added an extra layer to it, sharing the equipment, sharing stuff, Yeah, you know, sharing this room um, <laughs> with, with, with your loved one, because it's, you know, even when I had meetings, she was like, I'm, I'm about to go into, a, you know, a directing session. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm about to have a meeting. She goes, okay, well, I hope they don't mind that your girlfriend's be yelling like a crazy witch. And then, <laughs> a, you know, and like all these different characters that she's auditioning for. And I was just like, right. we'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got to work, right? What, what characters, like, would I know any of the characters she's played? I can't talk about them yet because okay. they're still, okay. they're, they're, they're in post. So that's all, but she, I mean, but she does commercials. She does like voices.com and stuff like that all the time. And she's, she's done stuff for, you know, for apps and everything. I mean, I'm proud of her. She, she, this pandemic, um, and I, and, 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 you know, I, I I can, she took advantage of this pandemic. I feel like, you know, there's no shame of like doing what you had to do during the pandemic, which was take care of yourself mentally, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. She was doing all that. She was, you know, we, I mean, we all went through our struggles, but she really, really busted her ass to really, cause she's, you know, she was doing voice services before, but now that, you know, she, her other job, which was subsidizing, uh, you know, working in restaurants to subsidize mm-hmm. her while she was acting that was gone. So she just focused on doing all this and really built up a great portfolio and clientele. Awesome. So, 
But again, it was just, it was just like, oh, I, she, I, she's she's great. But it was like all under all under my computer. So up until about a month ago, her sister finally bought her like her own computer. And now I have this computer and she's like, thanks. And she just hands it to me. You know, and we've been sharing it. And I'm like, can you get like your 200 gigs of voiceovers off my hard drive? <laughs> my computer's running super slow. Anyway, Carrie, I love you. When you watch this, I'm not bashing you. Uh, Definitely not. That, what, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, before I let you go, I wanted to have this conversation with you about Halloween. Oh, and, yeah, we have to. And it, it, I mean, you you love Halloween. Are you also, I mean, what? A cosplayer because I feel like you do yeah, you do, do cosplay stuff, but I feel like Halloween is when we you bring out the best. Yeah, is when I bring out the best. If I had an unlimited budget, like if I was rich, I would. When you are rich, so let's let's manifest money. this. When you are rich when, and you have an unlimited budget, part of what I do want to do is definitely cosplay because I love Halloween. Is where I fell in love with it, right? Because like you dress up on Halloween, but if I could bring that year round and just like bust out a cool look whenever I feel like it. I would a hundred percent do it hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, now are you in love with, because you have all stuff, all, all amazing looks. I, I love all oh, from spooky you. to thank just you. the whole, I mean, you know, even, even your, like your, your heritage looks, you know, the culture looks that you bring mm -hmm. out are fantastic. But when you're doing thank the you. Halloween, are you into Halloween? Are you into scary stuff? Yeah. Okay. Love scary stuff. Cause I love Halloween. I'm into the whole, you know, all the decorations, everything, but uh -huh. movies, like uh, horror movies, India. I talk about this all the time. We are, I mean, scaredy cats. <laughs> I, I'll tell you the quick story. When Please. so, when Ghostbusters one came out, I was like four or five years old. Now again, Ghostbusters can be to four or five, but not to the level that I was. The opening scene when they're in the library and the librarian uh -huh. turns into that crazy skeleton. My parents would say that like, you. You screamed, you ran out of the aisle, up the aisle, and out the movie theater in Brooklyn. Wow. Like, they were like, you, they're like, and we had to chase after you. And it's, it's followed wow. me since. Like, I still have a hard time. Like, when I watch, <laughs> when I watch, um, uh, Stranger Things, uh huh. Like, I will, when I'm turning off the lights in the house, I will turn off all the lights so fast and then run into the fucking bedroom and slam the door behind me. Like I'm six wow. years old still. I mean, it's gotten better now because we have Google lights. So I can just say, right. hey, Google, turn off this and all the lights are this. So I'm good <laughs> night now. But that's, I'm, I'm bad. I'm bad. That's fine. And that's fair. Like my dad cannot handle horror. What He hates it when I turn on anything remotely scary. He's like, I don't understand the point of like why you would want to feel this way. <laughs> I yeah. don't get it. But it's kind of like, I liken it to like a roller coaster, you know, that like fluttery butterfly feeling. It's like, yes, this is going to be great. Well, what's but your like, favorite, what's your favorite genre of horror? Like what's what, like a slasher? Like, what is it? God, that's a good question. I love demon stuff, ghost okay, stuff. Okay. I mean, slashers are fun too, though. Yeah. <laughs> so like you really, I loved the, um, what series was it? The Conjuring series. No. Nope. That's been fun. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> American Horror. I know these names. Right, I know right. the names, but. It's like, yeah, I, I just honestly, I love them all, but it does. I am really picky about like the movie and like, I'm not by any means a movie snob, but it certain, not every horror movie is going to scare me. Like Midsommar, that didn't scare me. Okay. It's gotta be like, if it's something I feel like I can kind of prevent then I'm not necessarily going to be like scared by right. Like, what do you mean prevent? Like, 
if it's a slasher movie and I feel like I could slash the slasher, I'm not scared of it. <laughs> you know if I, I mean? feel like I could make the right decision and run away to the opposite place from where he is, then I'm good. Then I'm good. I'm not going to be scared. Okay. But if it's like ghost, demon, haunted doll, like, I don't know what to do about that. What do you do? Like, is the salt circle really what's going to help you? Like, what prayer? What if it, I don't know what religion this thing is? Like, what? <laughs> like, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. No. That scares me. But yeah, that's and that's what I like, though. That's why I like it so much, because like that's what like that's what scares me. The first time I watched Paranormal Paranormal Activity was, I think, once again in New York. Um, Ten, his sister and I watched it and like I sat in the bed like when it because we watched it before bed. I sat in the bed. The lights were on and that's how I slept. And at some point, Ten's mom like opened the door to get something and I like jumped up and freaked out. And she was like, you guys need to stop watching this stuff. You need to stop. Watching <laughs> <laughs> I like. Oh man, I I can't I can't do it. I have tons of like terrible stories of how pathetic I am when it comes to harm. I'll tell you a couple if you don't mind. Please, I, I don't like mind sure. at all. So I mean, you're talking to a guy that when I was in fifth grade, this is a quick one. Fifth grade, we went to because I I was living in we moved from Brooklyn to Jersey at this point, and so okay. our music class was going to go see Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. You would have thought I saw Freddy Krueger on stage after the show with the fact that the whole night sleeping in my bed, I thought some masked dude was going to come crashing through my ceiling <laughs> on a chandelier, right, and going to murder my ass. Like, it's not even that type of story, and that's the only thing I can figure out, all right? And then sophomore year of high school, this girl, we're, we're good friends now, Alexis, okay. she... It was this. It was the summer that. Uh, it was the summer after. I'm trying to think. It was the summer that Scream came out on. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, on the home release. A fun summer. A fun summer, and I of course had never seen it. <laughs> right. Never seen it, and right. so she was like, "Would you watch it with me?" And I was like, "I don't watch scary movies." She's like, "Come on, don't you like me?" And you're in high school. You're like, "Oh, fine, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'll watch it with you." Man, this girl. And that's why we're good friends. But this girl, she's like, I'll be right back. She goes, like, you know, during one of the horror scenes, goes to the bathroom and puts on the mask and comes out behind the couch and scares the fucking shit out of me with a knife. <laughs> I was just like, and you're watching. I mean, and you. And, and, and she was like, I've never heard a grown man scream. I mean, I wasn't grown. I was 16. But she's like, I've never heard a man right. scream that high pitch before. And, my, and, and I have other stories, but yeah, um, I, I'm not again. Love I'm not not a fan. Um, you grew up. You grew up on the West Coast, right? I grew. Yeah, I grew up in Northern California. That's okay. where I was most of my life. Okay. Um, my parents did not let me watch too much horror because when I was a kid, because I had an overactive imagination and I'd have like severe nightmares. But like, I don't know. As I, I as I started disobeying them and watching them on my own, I ended up really liking them. And I was like, I would still be scared, but now it's like I've developed a tolerance. It's gotcha. like, you know what I mean? It's like when you drink for the first time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the tolerance eventually. I feel like that's what this is, or what happened for me. I just like ended up, and I read a lot of scary books because they wouldn't let me watch movies. I would end up checking out books from the library and reading those instead. Smart, smart. So it's like imagination training yeah. instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That makes yeah. sense. Well, the reason why I asked is because, I mean, you grew up in NorCal, so it's different weather, mm-hmm. but you, I know you went to school on the East Coast, went to BU, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, intense from from Brooklyn, but yeah. um, 
which do you prefer like to celebrate Halloween? Because to me in LA, it doesn't, it never feels, it doesn't feel like Christmas. It doesn't feel like Halloween because it's yeah. always warm. But when I go home, like I, nothing, nothing's a better holiday for me in New York city than Halloween, because I feel like right. the whole city gets involved, the parade, you know, mm-hmm. people going from bar to bar and the same thing with, you know, in Boston thing, I feel like the Northeast cause it has that, it has yeah. a fall vibe. Oh you know? Yeah. For sure. I completely agree with you. It's lovely. The only, I would hate it here in LA completely if it wasn't for Toluca Lake, which is where they go all out decorating all the houses. So when I'm here, that's where, when we're here, that's where we go. Otherwise the East coast is obviously the best way to spend Halloween. There's too much going on there in terms of horror, parties, everything. Yeah. There's just a lot. There's a lot. It's great. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a feel like you just feel the crisp in the air, the changing of the leaves. It feels like a true spooky. Yeah, the pumpkin patches. Yeah, they're so much better there. Yeah, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, now I'm convincing myself to move back home. But listen, I'm gonna let you go. Right. I really appreciate you joining me. I really enjoyed this conversation. I I want to you know bring you back on. Obviously, I want to. I'm excited to see the channel grow. Thank you. Um, and we'll we'll do something on my channel. I'll figure out what it is. Maybe yeah. we do Avatar for real. We do Avatar for real. I'm down to do any fitness channel. Listen, I, what pushes me with these fitness channels is someone else doing it with me and then holding myself cool. accountable for that. Because otherwise, awesome. I'm just challenging myself. And I've been trying to do this 30-day push-up challenge I've been telling India I've been doing since <laughs> December 25th. And I get to like 10 days in, and I'm like, ah, fuck, I missed three days. <laughs> do I lie to the people that I, it's like, I'm just, I keep on getting this bulky chest and then nothing happens. So like, I got to like, just do like, cause I've always wanted, I always wanted to do those like squat challenges that we did at Buzzfeed that I never got right. you know, casted for. So the hundred, the hundred, hundred pushup challenge is a good one. And I just haven't, I haven't, I just haven't been sticking to it, man. I just haven't well, we, we can get to it now. I love to, <laughs> I love to start doing it, but I'll let you go. Tell Ted, I say what up. Uh, I hope to see I you will. in person soon. Hopefully the summer. Yes. Uh, everyone, go tech, check Swasti Shulka's channel out. Uh, can you plug your handles real quick? Just plug them all. It's I am Swasti Shukla on everything. There we go. Simple. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Swasti. I appreciate it. Have a great Thank day. you so much, Zach. I so appreciate you having me. It was so fun to catch up after so long. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Too long. <laughs>